morning. Happy Monday, ladies. I know I am earlier than expected, but that is because we are traveling for um, a funeral and we are up in Massachusetts today. Mila's here with me. Paxson has already started up on his drive back home. So I wanted to hop on before we hop on a plane and make sure that we still got to chat today. I always love coming on here in the morning. Um, it's so important to me to chat with you guys and get to know you all better. So I'm happy to be able to do that today. If you are here with us and you see your live at the top, um, we are live. Feel free to comment any prayers you have. Let me know that you're here watching. Shout out a hello. Before we get started, we are going to pray. If you do have anything in particular you would like me to pray for, please drop it in the comments. If you have an unspoken prayer request, you can always um, just drop an emoji as well. So, Father God, we just thank you first and foremost for um, what you speak to us every day. Father, I just want to thank you for your living word that every time I read through scripture, Father, you um, speak something new to me, that although the same verse may just be the same grouping of words, that it's alive and well, and it means something different to me every time I'm in it. Lord, thank you for leaving us with your words so that in troubled times, we can lean on you. In happy times, we can lean on you. In worry sometimes we can lean on you and just thank you for living in us. Thank you for giving us your spirit. Lord, without your spirit, I honestly can say I don't know where I'd be today. And I thank you for the journey that you've brought us on. I thank you um, for being with all, uh, all of those who are suffering and struggling and just having a hard time, Lord. I just ask that you touch them and be with them and remind them that your voice is a whisper and that you are there. Sometimes our eyes just get blinded and so coated from or shielded from the world that we block out all the good that's trying to come in and sometimes that even includes your word. So Lord, break down the walls that we have made. Help us to reconnect with you today and help us to remember that you are a good loving, just God. Thank you, Father, and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning! Uh, prayers from Turks and Caicos. I am absolutely praying for your sons, and I hope that the weather is amazing there. Oh my goodness, you deserve this vacation, friend. So much you deserve this. Um, today we're talking about the journey, and I came to this realization on my way to the beach with Mila. So I'm from Charlotte. Um, we live in Charlotte. I'm from Massachusetts. So I'm here now. My grandfather passed away. We had to get up here relatively quickly. And um, it was hard trying to plan travel with the kids. And I feel that way, especially as moms, when we're focused on our health, that we go, well, if it was only just me, this would be easier. 
You know, if it was just me and I didn't have to cook for my husband, if it was just me and my kids weren't so picky, if it was just me traveling, it would have been much easier. Yes, but there is a but to this. We aren't meant to go through this alone either. And on our health journey, I so often hear moms say, oh, um, I'm not there yet. Why is this taking so long? When, when is it going to be over? And I wanna challenge you on that mindset to just refocus. Sorry, I'm in a different, different place. This couch is so comfy, it's like eating me. <laughs> but I wanna challenge what you're focusing on. Because if Jesus focused on his end goal here, then he would have missed all the miracles. We would have missed what he came for. And he would have said, you know what? Just bring me to the cross. That's what I'm here for. Just bring me to the cross. Let's get this over with and be done. I am so thankful that we serve a God that went through the valleys and went through the anxieties and went through life just like we are going through life. He had friends that let him down. He had a father that was so mighty and powerful. And he, he had to pray, Lord, Father, in your time, if it's your will, let this be done. That's from a place of pain. It's reassuring to know that the God we serve knows the pain that we're feeling. He knows that the journey can be difficult. He knows that things are hard. And in retrospect, it's so easy to say what I'm going through is nothing compared to what Jesus went through. But I think he wants you to feel something different than that. I think he wants you to feel something deeper than that. That no, we're not going through the same trials that he did, but he's still here and knows and cares about yours just as much as he cared and was worried about his own. So how did this all get started? So on our trip here, I was so ready just to get up here, but we couldn't. We had to go to the beach first, so I had to go from North Carolina to South Carolina to fly to New York to get to Massachusetts to then go back to New York, to go back to South Carolina, to go back to North Carolina today. And I was like, man, this is such like an event right now. This is like, there's so many easier ways I could have gotten here. Uh, Mila could have, you know, we could have flown from Charlotte. It would have been more expensive. Maybe that was worth it. But I'm here to tell you that the journey and your health and the journey with your faith and the journey with your fitness isn't something that we should snap to and get, right? I'm reminded so often of the parents who come to Jesus for help for their kids and the miracles that Jesus did for people. It wasn't the moment I wish you could see her. It's, I'm not Italian, but I use my hands a lot and Mila always like mimics my hands. It wasn't the moment the person was 
born that they were healed. They had struggled through things. The parents had watched their kids struggle with demons, right? The lepers had struggled their whole lives. The women with the bleeding disease, they don't even say how long she was struggling, just that it was a long time. Or actually, maybe they do. But it was a long time that these people were struggling. Jesus struggled too. He knew his end. Could you imagine knowing all that God knows and still walking through life and being okay and being like, this is, this is okay. This is okay. Mila pulled my hair. I'm sorry. If we just go right to the end, we miss the growth. We miss the time to grow our faith. We miss the time to grow our endurance. We miss the time to grow our perseverance. We miss the time to grow our self-control. We miss the time to grow our willpower. We miss all of that because we just jump to the end, right? For the father in the Bible whose son um, is dealing with an, a demon, and he says he's dealt with this for years and years and years. I can't imagine the pain and anguish that he was going through. I want to relate that back to your health because there are some of you who are struggling with pain and anguish over yourself, over habits that you have developed maybe from your parents, maybe from your parents' parents, maybe from just situations that you are in where you were just trying to survive, but those habits stuck on and they stayed with you. These are things like, like eating everything on your plate or taking a ton of food because at one point you didn't know when your next meal would be. And even though you're not there anymore, your habits still hold on to that. Your thoughts are still there. You're still that person who had to come through that trial and go through that. So you're still there. We need to work on the fact that we had blessings come to us. We were provided for in those difficult times, but we don't need to hold on to the burdens that those blessings become when God gives us another door to walk through. Think of it in this term. Mila, I'm using her because she's next to me, needed to nurse when she was a baby. I, sorry if there's any men watching, but I nursed her. I breastfed her, I did for my son too. But there comes a stage where they grow and they don't need, they need something more than that. They can't just survive on that. My body isn't meant to nurse a 15 year old, right? It's not going to give them enough nutrients. But if I held on to that mindset that because I started it and it was a blessing to her in the beginning, so it must be a blessing to her at 15, then I would be holding her back from her growth in her body, in her mind. 
So why do we do that to ourselves too? Or if I said, well, she needed a bottle then, so obviously she needs a bottle now at six. Moms and people would look at me like I'm crazy, right? Like, Heather, she doesn't need a bottle anymore. She's outgrown that. I want to challenge what blessings have you outgrown, but you are still holding onto so tight because it's almost a security blanket for you. This happens with kids and passies too, right? Or pacifiers, whatever you want to call them. It was a comfort to them in a season, but there comes a time where it's no longer a comfort. In fact, it becomes a hindrance because it messes up the growth of their teeth and it messes up how their mouth is developing. So if they continue to do the habit that was once a blessing to them, it will become a burden later on as they may need braces, their teeth might not come in right, they're, they're gonna have jaw issues, things are going to happen that, that aren't supposed to because they're holding on too tight to that previous blessing. What are you holding on too tight to in your life that you need to release back? That once was a blessing and once was your comfort and once was what you needed, but you've grown past that, but your habits, have, habits haven't grown with you. Are you still in your infancy stages of your growth on your health, but you're still holding on to the habits that brought you down in the first place? We hold on to these things because we need to, right? Because we think that there is no other way. I'm going to say this trip up here has just been so eye-opening to me in so many ways because when Mila was small, we would make trips like this and we would just need to get there as quick as possible. I would argue as they get older, sometimes you do as well. But I was focused so much on getting here as quick as possible that I would have missed out on some amazing blessings that were here for me to enjoy if I didn't stop and smell the roses, for lack of a better term. So our journey here, um, like I said, we started in Charlotte, went to Myrtle Beach, flew to Albany, drove to Boston, drove back to Albany, and we're flying to Myrtle Beach today, to which drive back to Charlotte this afternoon, or this evening. During this though, Mila and I got to experience so much. Like we stopped on the way to Myrtle Beach. We saw places that we didn't usually see. We got to walk around and stop and just take our time getting there. Because the end destination, I knew we were getting to one way or the other, but why wouldn't I stop and enjoy the journey along the way? I'm gonna call out one of Dustin's um, best friends, Joel and Julie, and they're mine as well. But Dustin said to me one day that he loves how Joel does all these things with the kids, intentionally enjoying the journey, not rushing to get to the end destination, but taking his time with his family and making these memories and growing these new synapses in their brain of what travel looks like that it doesn't have to be this high stress, get on a plane, do this, get there. And then you, you're all balled up that they have fun along the way. That challenged Dustin because he's a very point A to B person. 
I'm more spontaneous. I have a lot of pee breaks I need to take. So this is kind of normal for me to need to stop, but it wasn't for Dustin. I feel like sometimes as parents, it's not for us, especially as women. I feel our health journey we view as like, oh, well, these people started it yesterday. Now they lost 15 pounds. What's wrong with me? Why can't I lose 15 pounds in, in one day? What am I, what am I missing? I want to challenge you that you're missing the journey to get there. There are things that I learned that my daughter likes by taking breaks and taking these detours that I never would have known if I didn't stop and just only focused on getting to A to B. There are things in your health journey and your fitness journey that you're going to realize do or don't work for you that do or don't work for others. You may pick up bad habits trying to get there as quick as possible because it worked for someone else, but it's not meant to work for you. And then you're going to hold on to them and bring them into your next season and they're not going to be beneficial to you. Jesus could have just went to the cross. Jesus could have just done that miracle that you're praying for. Jesus could have just in the snap of his fingers fixed that thorn in your side that you're praying for. But we don't see it how God sees it. And for that, I'm thankful because I can't imagine the pressure that was on Jesus knowing. That's too much for us to deal with. <laughs> right this trip up here i was so beyond blessed and a prayer was answered for me i might get emotional normally my my clients or people i speak to get emotional but i might too i have been praying and praying and praying for this thorn to be removed from my family's side not just mine my family's side for three years and I don't know if you have something that's similar to that, but it hurts and it's painful. And you begin to doubt that God even hears your prayers because you're saying the same thing over and over again with the same result of nothing. And that father who prayed, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. I felt that for these last three years. I felt that on so many levels. But this trip that I decided to take a detour on, that I decided to take a detour on, um, not just physically, but emotionally as well, where I was able to lay down my pride. I was able to lay down past hurts I was able to lay down offenses that came against me and I chose to be offended, but I was able to lay those down and receive a blessing from God that I have been praying for my family for, for three years. If that came right when I requested it, I would still be bitter. I would still think I did it on my own. I would still be unforgiving. I would still be righteous, thinking I was right, you were wrong. I would still be in that place of ugly inside, right, of just anger and hate. 
but we journey through this and if you're in a place today where you are praying for something to get removed from your life or maybe you have given up hope that it's ever going to happen i challenge you to continue and press on continue and press on because my prayers didn't stop they changed but my prayers didn't stop and god didn't answer my prayers until my heart was ready to accept it and my soul was ready to accept it if it happened right when i first prayed for it my heart and my faith would not have been transformed would i have chosen it to be immediate yes and i feel especially for the americans here watching it that's the the thing that we want we want immediate we want immediate fat loss we want immediate love of fitness I would argue we don't even want a love of fitness. We just want to have the results without putting in the work. We want old habits to go away without dealing with the root problem that caused them in the first place. We want things to be mended without our hearts being transformed. We want our emotions to be changed without our spirit being lifted and facing God instead of facing society and, and doing what God wants versus what everyone else wants us to do. If he answered things immediately, could you imagine the chaos that would be in this world? I've heard um, someone, I can't remember who said it, um, but it was a podcast and the woman was speaking about if every single prayer was answered, God would be a genie and the world would be chaotic. There would be nothing genuine. All of our prayers, we don't know what's best for us, right? Just like Mila will come to me and she'll want a lollipop for breakfast. Okay. No, I won't. She goes, no, I won't. <laughs> Let's say she does. No, I don't. I know that's not what's best for her. But that is her wish right now. That is her prayer. That I will let her have whatever it is for breakfast that isn't actually breakfast. Are we like that to God? Are we like a five-year-old to God in some ways? I know I am. Where I'm just like, this is what I want and I want it now. And he goes, I know, babe. I know, but, but we don't need that right now. You don't need that right now. That's not going to get your heart closer to me. That's not going to heal your spirit. That's not going to grow your faith how I need it to grow. Your journey is going to be inspiring and lead someone else to Jesus. But we need to go through the journey to lead them there. If it was instant, what hope does that give to others? If I told you, oh, yes, um, I was attacked. My family was driven nails into and and words and and accused and all of these things but then we prayed and it was gone you'd be like oh i guess i must not be praying hard enough then if she just prayed and it was gone I'm, i must not be i must not be talking to god right no you're talking to god perfect perfect he wants to grow your relationship with him same with our health if we didn't go through the journey, we're going to miss the parts that transform us. We're going to miss the part that we go, oh my gosh, this is why I was that way. 
I need to release these and move forward. This is why diets don't work. This is why eliminating things from your diet doesn't work. And I hate the word diet, but I'm using it in terms of nutrition here. This is why intense fitness, when you're not an intense fitness person, doesn't work. There are some people who love intense fitness, myself included. Um, I am a little bit sick in the mind with that. But I love it. It's good for me. But just because it's good for me does not mean that it's good for you. If we just got straight to Massachusetts, I would have missed Mila playing in waves. I would have missed us looking for seashells. I would have missed seeing my parents. I would have missed seeing my brother. I would have missed reconnecting with family that I haven't seen in years, sometimes at all. There were people I met this trip for the first time ever in 38 years of my life. If you just skip to the end, you're missing the good part. Your faith and your fitness is not just about A to B. It's about all the letters in between. So I guess it's A to Z. <laughs> it's about all of that goodness in between. The good, the bad, the ugly, the elemental B that you can't even say correctly. It's about all of that. You shouldn't just want a fast track. You should want to learn. You should want to experience. You should want to do. This is why everyone's health journey is different. And this is why you need a coach to come next to you. Because as women, we are just force fed. This diet's best. This diet's best. Now just take this pill. Now just do that. And we're like, quick, 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 quick. Because everything has to be quick. It can be quick and right for you. It can be quick and healthy for you. But I'm not at the end of my fitness journey either. And I've been doing it for 20 years. I'm not like, well, I'm here. I'm done. Guess I don't need to go to the gym anymore. Guess I don't need to focus on what I'm fueling my body with anymore. Guess I'm done counting macros because I've hit it. I've done it. No, if I stopped all those good habits, what is it? Is it yes or no? Do I still work out? Do we still eat, eat good foods, lots of veggies? Yes, if I stop, they stop. So just because my journey looks like it is complete or I've got it down, down pat, Theirs hasn't even formed yet. So I need to form into them through my examples. Yesterday I went to the gym at 8.30 at night. If you know me and follow me at all, I do not work out at night. Never say never. Um, I typically on Sundays don't work out at all. I take it off. But I was busy from Friday to yesterday night. And I said, I need this. I need this for my soul. I need this for my energy. I need this for my anxiety. And Mila and Paxton came to the gym with me and they worked out like they grabbed weights and were pretending, not pretending they were actually lifting, but lifting weights and asking how their form was and going on the elliptical and having fun. By me doing, I'm teaching them more than they ever knew. By you continuing on and persevering and pushing through and getting through those hard times, you're showing them more than you know. 
And is it difficult in the beginning of your health or your faith? Yes. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna argue it doesn't get easier. You just get stronger. I know that seems so cliche, but eating healthier doesn't get, it doesn't get easier. It just, my, my willpower and my strength gets stronger. My self-control gets stronger. In my um, workouts with my clients, and even the free ones that I do here on here and on YouTube, the kids are in them and they go, oh my gosh, like how do you have the patience for that? They're always there. My patience didn't just come one day. That's six years of working out with Mila that I just know what she's going to do now. She knows what I'm doing and we've grown. She knows that I'm live every Monday morning, so she does. She knows on Mondays we change the sheets upstairs, so she does. She knows that I'm going to be food prepping on Wednesdays, so she's ready, but it didn't start that way. It but started habit building. It's past Wednesday, and you still haven't did it. <laughs> I didn't, she's right, I didn't food prep last week because we were traveling. She goes, it's past Wednesday and you still didn't do it. She knows, but it wasn't instant. It was because of the journey that she has learned through my actions. She learned more through my journey than she would have learned on her own at six. Paxton sees how Dustin treats me and he's learning through our journey. Yes, you're right, five, not six, yeah. Paxton's learning through Dustin and my journey for how to be treated as a spouse without being a spouse himself. I'm going to challenge you to enjoy the journey because it's not just about getting to the end destination. It's about growing the next generation, growing your faith, growing new experiences, learning new things that you didn't know and letting go of old habits that are, were once a blessing but are now a burden and have become baggage because we just held too tight to something emotional or physical that isn't helping us anymore and we've lost grip of our faith with Jesus. We've put more hope and trust into this thing than that God could do something greater through us. We're holding on to food or resenting things and holding on to this pain and hurt that was once what was meant for us, but now we've grown out of. And it's painful, but we have to let it go. We have to enjoy the journey. Just like when Mila's growing and the kids are growing, right? Like, the, I can't force her into the same shoes she wore even six months ago. Paxton's in this stage now. It's almost like six days ago. His pants don't fit anymore. Imagine if I didn't get him new pants and I was like, well, those fit you once, so you better keep those on because I already, we already bought those. You need to keep those. I bought them for you. We wouldn't think that for our kids who go, oh, I need to go shopping and get them new clothes because these don't fit anymore. But we do that with our habits. We do that with our mindsets. We do that with our expectations. We do that with our frustrations. We do that with our forgiveness. I already did that. I don't need to do that again. Your forgiveness transforms too. Your faith transforms and grows too. Your self-control, your patience, that transforms too. It is not just one and done. The blessing that we've received 
um, or that I received this week, like I said, had been years in the making. But in the years in the making that came up to it, my faith grew exponentially. And were there times where I doubted? Yes. And I would argue if you don't doubt, you are supernatural. <laughs> I doubted so much that was ever going to come to fruition. I certainly did not expect it now. But it came. And I was able to see that my heart was ready to receive it. Sometimes what we're praying for, we're just not ready to receive it yet. Same with your health. You just aren't ready quite yet. We gotta grow a little bit more to get it there. And you don't have to grow alone. You don't have to follow the things of this world anymore. You can have a coach guide you and get you there and personalize and walk through this with you. I hear all the time, I don't have the time. I don't have the finances. I don't have the energy. I don't have the motivation. Of course you don't, not yet. That's why you hire a coach to help you grow that to not only grow that, but to grow your mindset around it. So many women fitness trainers or nutritionists just focus on that one thing. When's the last time you looked at it in whole and with your spirit involved? Yeah, of course you don't have that right now. Finances are different, but if you don't deal with your health now, you will be paying for it later. If you allow these old habits to continue growing in you, guess what? You're going to have to deal with them later. Same with my unforgiveness. I have to deal with it eventually. Same with my judgment or my pride. I have to deal with it eventually. But I want to grow it through the journey. I don't want to just get to God and be the same resentful, angry, bitter me. Be a Christian, but also be closed off. I don't want that with my health either. I don't want to just accumulate all of this baggage along with my health and then be on medications I shouldn't, be in the hospital more than I should, have my daughter have these habits that I've been struggling with and because I didn't want to deal with them, have her dealing with when she gets older and her kids and their kids. It's going to be an investment now or later is what I will argue. And no moms have enough time. We don't, we have a ton of things going on. I don't have enough time. You make the time for it and you get better at making the time for it. Did I want to work out last night at 830? Absolutely not. But I did and I made the time for it. So if you are ready to say, yep, I want this, but I don't know how to do it for me. I want you to comment methodized. Why methodized? That's the name of my program. It's the methodized mom program and it is methodized for you. So you're not just randomly shooting arrows everywhere, not knowing what to do, but we make a plan that has your end goal in mind and the steps that you need to take to get there. It's proving to yourself that you're worth it. It's proving to your kids that you're worth it. It's showing that you can and it's possible. And it's going to grow things in you that you did not even know you had because maybe you chose to ignore it, or maybe you never saw it until someone else from the outside looked in. That's what we deal with in my program. Is it fitness? Of course. Is it nutrition? Yes. Is it mindset? Mm-hmm. More than anything else. Because there are habits that you are holding onto that are from your infancy that are doing you no good in your 40s. 
There are habits that you're holding onto that are from your middle school years that are doing no good to your now middle school students and your middle school children or your high school children. What do you need to grow? I just wanna challenge you. Enjoy the journey, enjoy the pain. It is growth and it hurts. When they're growing, it hurts. We say, oh, it's growing pains, babe, it's all right. It's just growing pains. But when we become adults, we run from the pain and we tune it out. Stop running from the pain. Allow it to do what it's supposed to do and work through you. Grow your faith. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. I know it was a different time live, but I've got an airport to be in in 45 minutes. <laughs> so we couldn't do our live there. Thank you so much for joining us, for being here. To all of our new clients, um, hello and welcome to the Methodized Mom program. I'll be live there on Wednesday. Um, to all of our new members here in the Fit and Faithful Moms group, welcome. Thank you for being here. This will be on the podcast coming up, um, and I'll be posting details on that. We're starting a real fun freebie next week as well, so stay tuned for that. And as always, if you need anything, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Love you, ladies. I'm praying for you. Thanks so much for joining and tuning in. I'll talk to you soon. Mom, can we play handball? Yeah, we got to.